Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is and wherever you are in the world. So welcome to the podcast. And today I'm going to be talking about change. The reason I want to speak about this is because being in the industry that I'm in, in the role that I'm in, most of the people that I speak with want to make some kind of change in their life, some kind of positive change, whether it's in the area of business, career, finances, relationships, health and fitness, travel, friendships, whatever it might be, there's some change that they want to create. And you're probably there yourself if you're listening to this podcast. Yet they often find themselves in a position where they feel stuck, like change is really hard to do. And there is a reason for that. Now, the funny thing about change is when you're at the other end and you're looking back, that's when you realize that you have changed. Yet when you're going through it, that's when it feels hard. The other side of it is wonderful because in the process, you've grown, you've gathered new resources, you've become a a more enhanced version of yourself. Yet, how do you get to that version of you? How do you work through the tough stuff? And how do you recognize where you are in the process of change so that you can appreciate that's exactly what it is? It's a process. And when you understand the process and you can identify where you're at at any moment in time, it becomes something that you can do with more ease, with the knowing that you are going to come out the other end. So I'm going to be sharing with you the stages of change, the process of change and why they're important and how you can work through them more easily to begin to create the life that you want. Okay, so let's talk about what those stages are and more importantly, why it's of benefit for you to know where you are in the process. Now, this is taken from the work of Dr. Claire Graves. It's the Change State Indicator. Now, when you're going through change, whether this is planned change in that you decided you wanted to change something in your life, you decided that you wanted to create something new, or that change is forced, as in circumstances have dictated that change will happen, there'll be different stages that you go through, both mentally and emotionally, as well as the physical change. Now, it can feel at times like there's no way through it. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. And those are the moments when it can feel easier to give up. But really, think about it. If there's something that you want to change that isn't working for you, isn't it harder to stay stuck there and keep living a life that isn't in alignment with you anymore than it is to go through this process that may be a bit icky, Yet when you come out the other end, you're going to be a bigger, better version of yourself. You'll be a more evolved person because of it. So let's begin with the first stage in the process of change. Now, in stage one, this is when things are tickety-boo. Life is good. You have all the resources you need to be able to deal with any of the challenges that life sends your way. So this is when life is really comfortable. This is when you're in a relationship that works. Maybe your job is good. Life is good and you're able to deal with it with ease. 
Then bring along stage two. Now, stage two is when things are no longer working for you. Things that used to feel comfortable no longer feel comfortable. And you may not know what it is that isn't working, yet it just doesn't feel right anymore. The things that you were doing in your relationship, the things that you were doing at work, they just don't seem to work in the same way anymore. Something's not right and you may not even be able to put your finger on it, yet you no longer feel aligned. In fact, at this stage, you may even feel yourself a bit conflicted in that. I know it doesn't work, but I think it should. But it doesn't. But I think it should. And it's like you, you've got a foot in each camp and you're not quite sure where you sit anymore. What do you do at this stage? Well, many people will attempt to get back to stage one. They'll look back at the things that they used to do and attempt to improve what's not working for them now. The issue is that once the process of change has started, there's no going back because you know too much. You know that what you were doing no longer works. So in relationships, people may attempt to go back to how things were when they were good. So maybe they start implementing a date night like they used to do. Let's do that again. That was great. Maybe it's a weekend away. Try and almost reignite what they used to have in the same way. In work, it may be that, you know, we used to have a Monday morning meeting. Let's do that. Let's go back to that process that we used to use in the business when we were getting great results. So it's almost trying to take what doesn't work now and fit it back into the box of how things used to be when they felt good. So it's trying to go back into the past. Usually looking at the past through rose colored, rose tinted lenses, that's the word, and thinking that it was so much better than it was. It's kind of idealizing the past and what it used to be. The difference is, though, that in the past, they had the resources to deal with the things that came up. They were equipped to do it. Whereas stage two, when things are no longer working, that feels uncertain. So people want to get back to that feeling of certainty again. Yes, it may not have been what I wanted, but hey, here's all the things that were great about it. Let's go back to that. And as I said, you can't unknow what you know. Now, many people do spend their entire life to and fro in between stage one and two. Like things don't really work, yet I'm going to attempt to go and fix it. And it doesn't work like that either. And something's wrong and I feel uncertain and I don't know what it is. So let's try and put a plaster on it and go back to what it was. So many people do spend their lives between stage one and two. Or there may be stage three that comes along. Now stage three is a bit like falling off a cliff. It's when things get really tough and it's the most frustrating part of the transition and the process of change. It can leave you feeling almost trapped. At stage three, there is a lot of negative emotions. A lot of fear comes up. There's self-doubt, uncertainty, maybe even a bit of anger. That frustration as it gets heightened feels really, really raw. Now, think about it. You've tried to make things work at stage two and they didn't. This is the point where it can feel as though there are few, if any, resources available to you. You become very unresourceful in many moments in time. Now, this is when people will often come up with very good reasons and excuses as to what got them to that point. There won't be much in the way of results at this stage. It feels 
overwhelming. You can end up feeling quite isolated. And there's a really a perceived lack of control in this moment. People can often disconnect with their purpose. It's like, why did, why did he even start this in the first place? And conflicts are present. It can feel like you've got your head in one place and your heart in another. And in all honesty, it's a really uncomfortable place to be. Now, what some people will do, many people in fact, is almost try to claw their way back to stage two, where that didn't feel amazing, that didn't work anymore, yet it feels better than this point. It feels better than stage three with those emotions, the doubts, the uncertainty, not knowing what to do and not having the tools. Now, one of the biggest obstacles at stage three, one of the biggest things that gets in people's way is that need for certainty. If something doesn't feel good, if you're not certain about it, then it will feel very uncomfortable and people will do anything to avoid that feeling of discomfort. People almost become very certain in their discomfort. I don't like it. It's not comfortable, but I know it. It's familiar and they mistake that for being comfortable. Now, you need to have uncertainty. You need to be able to live with uncertainty for things to be different. For things to change, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And here's the way that you can look at it. When things feel uncomfortable, when you feel uncertain, when you're maybe feeling fearful, the self-doubt, things are quite overwhelming, that could very well be an indicator that change is happening. That is evidence that you're going through the process of change. And that may well create an internal tug of war. So there may be this push-pull thing going on. Like, I really want to go back to what was. Yet, I kind of want to keep moving at the same time. If that is present, that is one of the major indicators that you're in the process of change. A conflict must be present for change to happen. So even though it feels rubbish in the moment, you see that as evidence that you are on track. Even knowing that can be a feeling of relief. So when you're going through what feels like treacle, when you're walking through mud and it's hard and it feels heavy and it's tiring, just realizing that's an indicator that you're going through a process of change is good because you know that if you just keep going, eventually you will come out the end rather than almost undoing all of the good work, all of the process that you've already embarked on and attempting to go back to the shore, back to where you started from. The next shore, the shore that you want to reach is probably just as near if you just keep heading in that direction. So give yourself a break at this point. If things feel less than easy, if they are feeling, uh, then be kind to yourself because beating yourself up is only going to add to the suckiness that you're feeling. <laughs> this is the point where it becomes about developing strategies, both internally and externally. So internally, it's about finding new ways to think differently to feel differently, to become in control of your emotions. Externally, it may be that there's new skills to be developed, there's new connections to be made. So this is where external help becomes really important. It was Albert Einstein said, you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. 
if at this point you knew how to overcome the problem, then you would have done it already. Now, the help that I'm talking about, that assistance to get you through that process, that stage three where things aren't working and you haven't got the resources, may come in the form of a mentor, somebody who's already been there and can show you the path to come out the other end. It may be a coach that is there to assist you, to facilitate change, to create new ways of thinking, to eliminate that internal conflict so that you're in alignment, to get rid of the fear, the self-doubt, the limiting beliefs. It may be that you learn the tools yourself by going on a course. That's what I do with my NLP practitioner training. Teach people how to do this stuff themselves rather than being reliant on an external coach as things come up. Because yes, coaching is super powerful and I'm a big advocate of it. And there are days where you want to be empowered and be able to deal with things in the moment rather than waiting till your next session. Now, if these are things that you don't have access to right now, there are books that can help. Podcasts just like this one. So there are many resources out there that you're able to tap into in those moments and surround yourself with people that are uplifting, that support your goal, that believe in you and will cheer you on and keep you going rather than calling you back to stage two, calling you back to the shore where they feel certain about your position in their life. That's a whole other podcast episode. We'll come back to that one. Now, in my world, I absolutely believe that everybody already has everything they need to achieve what they want. It's one of the presuppositions of NLP, which are convenient beliefs that if you choose to take them on as being true, will greatly enhance your chances of success and your experience of life. Now, sometimes it is going to require someone else to access those internal resources and facilitate that change. So investing in yourself may be the very thing that you need to do. And that in and of itself can feel very scary. Having somebody to hold your hand and walk you through it is of massive benefit because those emotions, those conflicts, they need to go in order for you to break through and come out the other end. New ways of thinking need to be established to overcome those obstacles. If the obstacles aren't overcome, then the change won't have happened yet because the obstacles are still still there. So you've got to be able to break through them. And in that, it's about accepting that change is going to be uncomfortable. Pushing against it and trying to make it fit is almost like using your energy in opposition to it. So rather than doing that, how about using your energy to work through it and accept that you're going to feel uncertain? Because your life is only ever going to be as good as the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably live with. I think Tony Robbins said that. But being uncomfortable is really exciting. It's evidence that your life is about to get better. So to backtrack for a minute, stage one, things are good. Got all the resources, ticking along nicely. Stage two, it's not working anymore. You don't know what it is, but it doesn't fit. And many people try to fix it by going back to stage one, doing what they used to do. Or they could well go to stage three, where it's hard. You've fallen off the cliff. The negative emotions are coming up. You've got an internal conflict. You've got doubts coming up and you feel unresourceful. This is the point where it's about overcoming those obstacles, breaking through them, creating new ways of thinking, new ways of behaving, releasing the negative emotions. Then 
if you do that, if you keep going, and by the way, that may take some time and it doesn't have to be a prolonged process. It's all about how quickly you can get through it with your internal resources. What follows is stage four. This is the point where a person detaches from the past version of who they were and they break through those barriers. Now, essentially, what they've done in this moment is created new strategies, and that's both internal and external. So internally, they've created new strategies in their thinking, their feeling, their behavior, those negative emotions, the conflicts, the beliefs, the self-doubt, it's all gone. They've broken through it, they've come out the other end, and at this stage, you have tons of energy. It's exciting. You've broken through those old limitations. And so the energy that you release along the way, the energy that was being used to get through that process is now turned towards what it is that you want. And this is when you have loads of ideas. You've got new ways of thinking. You're creative. And suddenly what felt really, really hard is glaringly obvious. It's staring you in the face. Now, as I mentioned, This can happen quickly and it may take some time. The chances are that because it's a process, it usually doesn't happen overnight. So even accepting that can be a bit of a relief. If you're having those days where you're thinking, where is it? Why isn't it happening? Then just know that you're in the process. And if you just keep going, eventually you will come out the other end. So it's about identifying what are these obstacles? What are the limiting beliefs that are keeping me stuck? What are the negative emotions that keep coming up? Where do I feel like I'm having this internal battle with myself? Like part of me wants to keep going, but the other part of me just wants to give up. And then seeking assistance, whether it's in a book, working with a coach, coming on a training program to learn the tools yourself to allow yourself to break through it. If you want things to change, you have to do something differently. So if you're, this is uh, important to know, actually, if you're at stage three and you're attempting to do the same things that you did at stage two, that's probably not going to work because if it did, you wouldn't be in stage three. You'd have already broken through. So that's something to be mindful of. Are you maybe revisiting the same material, the same toolkit that didn't work for you in the past and hasn't broken through those obstacles? So you're doing the same thing and expecting a different result. If that resonates, then maybe now is a good time to to take action, to do something that you haven't done before. So with that in mind, I invite you to head to the link in the show notes to access my free masterclass that I ran recently, which is an introduction to NLP and timeline therapy. Now, this masterclass is going to explain to you why you think the way you do, how you produce the results that you do, where that comes from, where change happens and why so many people get stuck. Some of the self-sabotage loops that people find themselves in that are not very obvious. So maybe you'll be able to identify some of the pitfalls that you're finding yourself in and you're not aware of. So it's a free masterclass. It's 90 minutes. Head to the link in the show notes, sign up. And if that's something you haven't done before, then this is the opportunity to break that pattern and maybe have a breakthrough as a result of it. And if you know that this is something you want to take a deeper dive on, you want to gain that knowledge, you want to get those skills and become an accredited coach so you can help others to do the same, then I'll also drop a link in the bio to book a discovery call with me. I've got my NLP practitioner program coming up in September. It's online for 12 weeks and you gain four accreditations in NLP, 
timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, and coaching. So you're going to get a whole toolkit of various modalities that are going to really assist you to create that change, to resolve those conflicts, to release the negative emotions, to change those limiting beliefs and create new empowering ones. So when you're in stage three, you have the resources to come out the other end. So Hope you found that useful. I hope you've been able to identify where maybe in the different areas of your life, which stage you're in. And so you can appreciate what may be going on and know that it is a process. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing broken. There's nothing that you need to fix. It's just a process of change that we all go through. And if you're feeling it right now, see that as a sign that you are on your way to something new. The question is, what are you going to do next? On that note, have a fantastic day. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.